Welcome to the Cultural Vacuums, everybody. We're back for another round of recommendations and reviews, courtesy of some very, very funny guests of ours. I'm Josh Treblecock, and of course, every week I am joined by the wonderful Mr. Lou Fitz. Lou, how are you, my darling? I'm, uh, I'm okay, but I-, I can preface this. I've just ju- jumped in the shower very quickly, and I've slightly, of course, I've trimmed my man zone. Ooh. And I've s- slightly caused a Fresh laceration. <laughs> There's a slight laceration that I'm a, l- a little bit concerned about. Did you just but wash it off okay. or have you put a plaster on your little boobie? I worry that a plaster would be mo- cover more surface area than required. No, <laughs> bless your bless your little heart. No, but uh, other than that, that's my only current concern, but I've had a cracking week full oh. of culture. Oh, How are on. you, my friend? I'm all, all good. Um, but yeah, you were talking okay. about you've, you've been having a cultural week yourself, so go on, fill us in. What, what have you been... Well, I've had a very cultural week because stand-up is back and I've been busy with gigs. And a but full I, flurry, last baby. night, Who did you gig with? I gigged yesterday with Bridget Christie and that's the it's the first time. And also the, the bill had Steve, like very good people on. Mickey, our friend Mickey Overman, Jack Barry, Steve Bajaya. It was a really lovely bill, but Bridget was someone that I'd seen in Edinburgh like years and years. Oh, she's years amazing. When she dressed as an ant, I can't remember the name of the show. It was in, I believe, Stand, but it was uh, phenomenal. And it was just nice to have She's a quick so chat to funny. her and yeah. go on. Also, uh, there, was a, there was a point, because I was MC and I was running the gig. And this is a little conundrum that maybe you could help me out with, Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to just go on quickly, no problem. That happens in comedy. But then... Lovely, and she's so nice, but Paul, it was the first time he was running the show on his own, like, you know, doing the tech and all that kind of stuff, so I was helping him first time for for him, and I had to run the light, and then we were on quite a tight, like, a tight deadline, you know, there were four comics on, and Bridget was like, I'm just going to keep going, I'm like, I want you to, and the crowd wants you to, so, but at what point, I didn't lie to her, but imagine that scenario, Oh my god, okay? you were about imagine, to li- you almost... Imagine, I so, didn't, So just, I wait, didn't. wait, wait, so just, so for the people that aren't, who, I mean, it would be, it would be rare that uh, probably someone who isn't doing stand-up is listening to this at this stage, but for any family or friends who are listening to this who have no interest or any, have never tried stand-up, being lit is basically, not, it, it sounds fun, but basically being lit is when you're a comedian, you're either running towards the end of your time, or you've overrun on your time, and someone in the distance, usually an MC, is flashing a well, torch quite- at you frantically to basically finish your shit and get off it's quite common like all clubs have them and all comedians are generally offered if they want a light but generally you know for for this gig in particular at camden it was a you know work in progress thing for for bridget she was trying something new and it was amazing everyone was loving it and the crowd loved it yeah big crowd Um, big crowd do you have a lot of numbers in I don't know, maybe 30 or something. It was quite intimate, really nice, mm. but that's sometimes the best place to see it, isn't it? But <laughs> imagine having to light. And then I was going to tell her about the story that I, one of her children hit me in the balls in Edinburgh oh, really? a couple of years before by accident. Like we were, uh, uh, we stood at a roundabout and her and Stuart Lee were stood next to each other, obviously with their children. And then the little boy like flung his arm to the right and it hit me square in my... Well, luckily you, you hadn't luck- again you, I was you gonna, can't say anything no nah, and i mean luckily it happened to you then and it didn't happen to you you know after you've just had this shaving mishap in the my laceration, yeah, your laceration. <laughs> anyway lou before we get too bogged down in the uh, lacerations of your of your cock um who is our wonderful guest today our guest this week is helen bauer 
Um, she's a comedian, writer, actor, podcaster. You might have heard her uh, with uh, uh, her podcast, Daddy Look at Me, with Rosie Jones. She's been on Stand Up Sketch Show. Check her out on YouTube. She's been everywhere. And she is incredible and probably one of the oldest friends I've got in comedy, I would say five years. You were definitely still gigging, I think, when you met Helen. Yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, Helen, likewise for me, I think when I first started, she was uh, she was one of the first people I, I, I met and, uh, oh, she's just awesome. I can't wait yeah. to speak to her. Right, but before we get to it, um, we we obviously do know her well, uh, but and we kind of know what she likes, but if there is anything that you think that she would specifically say, what would you what would you think that she might recommend? Well, I know Helen uh, spent loads of time in Germany and she speaks German. I'm hoping that something, I don't know, like some crazy German sketch show that I wouldn't have access to or have any <laughs> okay. realm of understanding. I hope something like that comes up. Yeah, I am going to go a little bit more left field. Um, and well, I say left field. I don't know how much more left field you can get from a nuts German sitcom uh, sketch show. I am going to say she is a massive darts fan. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. But all this to look forward to as we welcome Helen Bauer to the Cultural Vacuum. Helen Bauer, welcome to the Cultural Vacuum. Yeah! Thank you for having me at the Cultural <laughs> Vacuum. I fucking love culture. I fucking love vacuum. Do it! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is what we want to hear. Oh, it's so good to see you. So good to see you. It's nice um, to see you too. We, right. I mean, Lou, I see every now and again already, so like, it's not that exciting. But Josh Travelcock, it's been years. It's so nice. Oh, I know. Oh. It's been too long. It's been too long. It's been too long. Um, so we've got plenty of catching up to do. And we were just before we started, we were just talking about, we'll go straight into the morning routine of Helen Bauer. The, the, the Simpsons, right? Yeah. Just So Sunil, Sunil was telling us about this before. Yes. But what is So you already what, got what my housemate on the podcast to chat shit about mm. me. Then before I came on the football, the two of you chatted <laughs> behind my back about me. And now you're like, I don't think it's true. No, is it? <laughs> is that what it is? It's not framed it as bitchy. such. We just we just thought what we do, what we do in the intro is try and think we you know, we what's the word I'm looking for? Like guess guesstimate. But you've always spoken to my like. Guess, guess, so guess is the back. word, not guesstimate. They're very left field choices. Yeah, but we spoke about what we we spoke about what Sunil like, yeah, but not like, what you like. Apart from The Simpsons, we heard. But no, 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 Helen, this came out about you <laughs> shitting on him <laughs> before no, no, no. we came on. But, Let's but not forget that. Um, what did Sunil say he watches? Because I know what he says he watches. I also know what he genuinely watches. So tell me. What did he? It was it was like the, the Sopranos. Well, he came he up with a lot of. He lived with me. He says he likes it. <laughs> Tell you what he's been doing, he's been spending evening in, sitting on a big rocking chair, smoking his vape, watching videos about Toyota Yaris's. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, he did mention a YouTube thing, but I can't remember what it was. At it's the top not, of my... Oh, it was that man versus food sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he does. He watches, he watches food challenges. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of like... um deep dramas from foreign, lang like foreign language dramas. It's all fucking bullshit. Right. I do start my day with two episodes of The Simpsons. I think it's a really healthy start to the day because it's nostalgic. It's a bit of fun. I think so too. Also, the episodes mm. are super short. So you don't feel like... 
you're taking much chunk of your day, even though it's not a do watch up to four episodes. But then on days like today, so I had to go out for a recording and hmm. I was leaving the house at 8.30 a.m. It meant I had to go up at seven so I could shower, get ready, and then watch two episodes of The Simpsons. Because I'm too mm, locked mm. into so it it's a, now. So it's, a, so it's an integral part of your day Oh, I, I literally couldn't do anything if I didn't watch it. Like, I'd be <laughs> trapped. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the, what's, the, what's the best episode? What's your favourite episode? You know what? I really love, like, the Lisa episodes because I identify with her because mm. I'm a middle child. Oh. Uh, okay, so yeah. So anything yeah, yeah. where she's yeah. the lead, and I also really love Krusty episodes, mainly because the sad, bitter clown who never made it stand up. <laughs> like, I mean, you know this, in real life, yeah. one of my favourite things is the bitter comic, because they're so... Um, like on stage like what's up guys and they come off and they're like the world's ending and it's just really funny this <laughs> yeah. juxtaposition of it yeah. those episodes for sure also i'm like really like emotionally involved in nelson's childhood like i really think <laughs> the biggest tragedy of our lives is watching nelson trapped in a childhood where he's not receiving love and he's never allowed to grow out oh. of it oh my god i never yeah <laughs> i never realized it was so deep it's God. awful. He's had always had a horrible <laughs> time of it, Josh. That Nelson. When you look back at The Simpsons, though, there are so many like really harrowing storylines, like uh, Rod and Todd, and like was it what their, their mum dies? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Millhouse's parents <laughs> the get Van divorced, Outen. and then yeah. you know the Van Outens, yeah. Um, and then all of the other kind of like sort of special guest star kids that come in and like you know like the one where Bart, uh, Bart falls in love with like his. Um, what is it? It's like a house sitter, yes, a babysitter, and then she ends yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And then she starts going out with Jimbo Jones God. and shit like that. And you're like, oh, so many emotions. It's awful, isn't it? How many episodes like are there on The Simpsons? 30 or something. Like, now. in total. Wow. Yeah. Season 30. So I've been wow, re watching it again. Crazy. I was like, it's like very... it never it's ends. It's like Coronation Street. Mad. It's an institution. Mm. <laughs> but I think that's quite a, like, a cute thing to be into. As far as yeah, I think so. Definitely. Yeah, I think so too. My only concern for myself would be that I wouldn't be able to just watch two, and then the morning is done, and I've watched six, I get up and now and it's I one o'clock. It, like really disgusting, like unwashed. Like I'm sort of like if I don't feel like that dirty, then I like put my hand, get some like vagina juice, just like wipe <gasps> over my body. Like I'll sneeze, but I won't use anything. I'll just be sneezing all over myself. Filthy. But then I have yeah. to shower. Mm then i yeah. get away from it so i basically really gross up and then you have to watch the only thing my stupid dad doesn't care about my feelings oh lisa may i borrow one of your colored pencils sure that's all you men do is take and take and take without regard to feelings or unicorns Ugh. here take my lunch too Ugh. just take my whole backpack Ugh. Which of you boys hurled Lisa Simpson's backpack through my window? <laughs> there was a. I listened to the. Uh, do you know the Nobody Panic podcast uh, with Stevie? You know, I know it. I just have never listened to it. Tessa and Stevie. Yeah, one. and oh. they were talking about how to get up, and then one there was a word. I think it's called. It's not dittering, but there is like a scientific word for that. You know, when you wake up and then you're like, no, fuck it, and you go back to sleep. That feeling, that amazing feeling, there's a word for it, but it's. It's. I don't know. It's. It's like addiction. And I can't, when I get up, I can't see because of my contact lenses. So I have to put my contact lenses over the other side of the room so it makes me get up. Oh. That's just a little fun. That's, that's just a little fun fun. fun. That's, that's a very good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Doesn't work. Put them in, go back to sleep. I think for me, 
site is equal to The Simpsons, so I yeah. get up to watch it. And okay. do you have a... <laughs> and what, and, and, and uh, what I was going to say, if that's the start of your day, then like, we'll jump forward. We'll go, we'll fill in the middle in a second. But what's the end of your day looking like? Like when you're about to go to bed. What porn are you yeah, watching, yeah, yeah. What Come are you, on. What, what are you... <laughs> you know what? I, I used to wank basically every night to get myself to sleep because yeah. I thought my wanking was special. That in the morning, wanking could wake me up. And in the evening, wanking yeah. could make me sleepy. <laughs> and I'm a bit depressed because like, I don't know if it happens so much for guys but every now and again I clearly was wanking myself to sleep fell asleep and I woke up with my fingers like down there like I gave up myself but also like kind of like I sexually assaulted a sleeping me which is a horrible thing to think that you had the capacity oh my god I'm a monster you know what I I'm I always have like something going because I'm so scared of being alone with my own thoughts Mm -hmm. for more than a minute Mm -hmm. so like if I'm in a room, there's always a TV on or I'm carrying yeah. my laptop around everywhere, hmm. just like holding it open by the top. Like, this is why it's got no hinge on it anymore. Yeah. Because it's kind of broken. Treat it like a Swiss army knife for your attention. So I'll fall asleep. I go through phases. Either I pick a drama, which I'm definitely never going to watch, that I can just have on in the background yeah. that's quite quiet and chill. I do this. So at the moment, my option for that is a show called Virgin River on Netflix. Couldn't name a single character. <laughs> It's comforting, no, right? It's voices no, talking to you. No, what's happening. There's a hundred percent a baby. And that's it. <laughs> that's one of Helen's recommendations. We'll both put that one. I know Gilmore Girls uh, like back to front because right. I watch TV like yeah. so repetitively. Okay. Um, that so I fall asleep like in bed with my laptop open next to me and I will slowly decrease the screen. I'm like a psychopath. I know, no, it's you, you're normal, I do this. Do you ever sleep on your side and then you tilt the laptop on its side so it can be like yeah. parallel to your head? Yeah, I, yeah. I do that. It, break, it overheats yeah. every fan I've ever had on every laptop and I have at least one new laptop a year. My laptop is, this one's the longest it's ever lasted. It's my first ever Mac, I got it four years ago wow. but i um watch oh, tv in the wow. bar yeah <laughs> yep it's like no can't be alone with your thoughts Definitely. in the bar playing playing with fire helen that um, has always friend. been one of my dreams like i remember watching I have... like mtv cribs and i can't remember who it was it was probably someone like macy gray or something like or missy elliott and like <laughs> oh do you guys not remember that one that cornerstone episode of mtv cribs and she was like she, but the best thing about her house was that it just every she had about like five different bathrooms and the huge bathtubs that you could just put like swimming pools but they all had right. like tv screens at the end of them and i thought that's where that's yeah. what i want to be in life but thing is i know there's hotels that have them in but i've never mm. stayed at one of those hotels because mm. like I don't think I'd, I could I could ever physically get enough money to get a bathroom yeah. with a TV yeah. in it. Unless it became one of those things like when people were like, oh, like camera phones are really expensive, then they become yeah. sort of something that most people can get. Yeah. But like I put laptop on the yeah. toilet, yep. set up my show, yeah. get the volume up, and then I sit in the bath <laughs> and I'm just sort of like spinning it like a big <laughs> whilst watching like a show. And it's usually like, Reality yeah. TV is bath time. So my, <laughs> I, li- I like that. Myself. I like that. Reality TV is bath time. I think that's a good. Yeah, yeah. We're breaking down the day yeah. bit by bit. Because the candles are lit, and I want like it's. I can't. I don't like mm. being told to relax, but a bath is technically a relaxing state. Yeah. So then 
because I'm relaxing, I have to watch yes, people. Yes, I was like, going to say, fighting. the drama while you're in bath salts. So I don't relax too much. So <laughs> what happy. is the reality okay. TV yeah. show of choice for you? At the, well, at the moment, what are we talking about? Uh, at the moment, it is either, so it's always been Dance Moms. That's why I not, Dance, not Dance Moms, Dance tell Moms us about before. this, please. We've not had that before. <laughs> oh my fucking god, it's the most life-changing <laughs> show of all time. So it's on TLC. Oh, yeah. Do you yes. guys know, you know yes. TLC, yes. the yes. learning channel? Yeah, it's amazing because like tender love and care, stuff. tender love and care. Fucking love. No, it's thanks yeah, yeah, to the yeah, Learning yeah, yeah. Channel. It's owned by Discovery. You know, <laughs> yeah. Mad, yeah. isn't it? It's so mad. So Dance Moms is like a Todd's and Tiara style show. Right. So they take this group of like eight year olds, and they all have to go to dance competitions every weekend while their mums fight about <laughs> them getting the right part. <laughs> And then they yell at them until they cry. And then they lose their entire social life, all their friends. And then she just tells them, you're not good enough. You're not possible. And then they cry more. And then it's also amazing because it was made like, like, I'd say about 10 yeah. years ago it started. So before PC was really like a mainstream thing on TV. Right. So there's a lot of things which like we all had growing up around like weird, like wrong conversations, but they still have it on this show. So there's one, um, one black girl in the whole dance company. It's like eight of them and her name's Nia and she's an amazing dancer, really lovely. And her mum is the best one, the best one. She's a doctor, Dr. Holly. And then they're doing a dance and Nia hasn't had a lead the whole season and i know what you're thinking like nia hasn't had a lead oddvix is going to maddie and chloe uh-uh maddie and chloe are being a bit off this season it's 100 percent nia's turn particularly because they're doing a dance called rosa parks i'm sorry if you can't see rosa parks you pick the black girl and then jill kendall's mum white girl is like i think my little kendall would be perfect for rosa and oh then you just God. watch the well, maybe we'll pick Kendall. Who knows? Oh my God. <laughs> is Nia? I am absolutely ecstatic that Nia is on the top of the pyramid. It's a payoff for all of that hard work. This week, we will be attending Powerhouse Dance Competition in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I have a rotten feeling that you know who is going to be there. The last time we faced Kathy, she beat us. And that can't ever happen again. The group routine is about Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks serve as a catalyst for a civil rights movement by refusing to stand up and give up her seat on a bus. Since the dance is called Rosa Parks, and obviously, this is a part destined for Nia. Don't assume anything. I have no idea who will play Rosa Parks. <clears throat> At the end of season nine, two of the moms tried to choke each other. <laughs> they got in a bit of trouble, even though they've had physical fist fights before. And then the dance teacher got cancer, got paralyzed, and now she's in a wheelchair, but she's still teaching. It's inspirational as <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's incredible. Have I sold it good? It's so good. Is this, oh uh, did Mama Juju come from there or something like that? Or am I Honey thinking, Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Did Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo and Toddlers and Tiaras, you fucking mormon. And then it also <laughs> comes from like, Honey Boo Boo Child, which defies her life with Mama Juju living in a little hick town yeah. and everyone's like how hick can they be her sister gives birth as a teenager to a kid with seven fingers oh my <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> As a weekender, what was your? Is uh, there any salient memories of like 
as cultural things what you were into as a kinder yeah 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 so i was definitely a film watcher i was obsessed with beauty and the beast and ben-hur and then, <laughs> I don't know why my mum. My mum could never figure it out. I would just be like five, come home from playgroup, and I'd be like chariot race. <laughs> I just need like, to see a bit of Charlton Heston, me. Yeah, it's really fucked up, like really fucked up kid. But then I was um, really passionate about Noddy. Oh yes, oh good shout. We haven't had a Noddy shout on this, but so far, yeah. I was really passionate about Noddy. I couldn't fathom how Noddy managed to live in Toy Town with Sly and Gobbo, the elves. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Handle it. And I don't really remember this. I remember it being a very traumatic event for yeah. me. Because like, it was that thing of like, we didn't have like a kids TV channel. So we had like a couple of episodes of Noddy taped on a VHS. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think I had the same. Yeah. And I wasn't like, I mean, I, I didn't go to university. I'm not, a, I wasn't a bright kid. I'm not bright now. I was <laughs> Like really thick, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like bottom set. No, it says it on your website, Helen. It says it in your bio. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of wet play for Helen. A lot of wet play. No building blocks. Don't bother learning how to read and write. Just wet play. She can splash splash. Do the building blocks, but know that she will knock them down because you got a tendency to crush things that she loves. And then she's just sorry, sorry, about you got a thicko. Um, <laughs> She's, um, so, she's but, self-destructive, you know, we can see this <laughs> from an earlier. So we had to say, um, and there was like an episode of Noddy where something went missing. Right. Someone had something stolen from them and she was, uh, he was like, oh, sorry, I was misgendered Noddy. I know that's really bad. I'm so sorry. Wait, was Noddy, Noddy a, boy or a boy or a girl? Or... Boy, it's a boy. Oh, it boy. is a boy. And I always, I don't know why I struggle with expecting that. I always felt like kindred shit from Noddy, do you know what I mean? In, in the 1950s, this is a fun fact, Noddy got banned by librarians for insufficient literacy. <laughs> what? That's why I liked it so much! No challenging words! And they became politically incorrect. <laughs> Noddy was labelled as a homosexual misogynist and a racist <laughs> and cast into political exile. What? <laughs> I, I want to that. make it very clear that I was watching Noddy in the 90s. I don't know. So... This, I'm reading this from abc.net. Oh, it might be an Australian thing. I could have absolutely plagiarised Noddy. Yeah, it's a totally different thing. <laughs> are you, I was going to say that. Are you talking about a different, a completely different Noddy? Oh, I'm talking... I don't know what I'm talking about, actually. This is a, an excerpt. Noddy? I don't remember Noddy. I think you watched no, things yeah. in your childhood. Noddy, like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was just well, from this particular library in the... Western Australia. I'll ask Heidi, she might know. I really cared about Noddy though, because this episode of Noddy, Noddy kept on, had to go into the forest. Mm. And do you remember the bad, um, like goblins, yeah. elves or whatever they were, Noddy, they were called Sly and Gobbo. Yeah. And I knew that they were going to scare Noddy and the episode would start and I'd be like, oh, here we bloody go. Like, oh God, I can't, I can't take it. Mum, I can't take it. Not to say, not to I'm going to grab a wank, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mum, I can't. And then I'd be screaming, crying, but I couldn't not watch it because I needed to see Noddy get to safety. And my mum would have to sit me on her lap and we'd have to like point at the TV like, naughty goblins, <laughs> naughty goblins, naughty. And I'd be like, they're awful, mum, you don't understand. They've got naughty. <laughs> I remember those two. They look fucking terrified as well. 
They were fucked up. And yeah, it just even says in their little ring on Wikipedia is like they usually steal things such as ice cream, coins, or Noddy's car. It's like what the fuck? It's like Grand Theft Auto, but before we knew it. Steal Brum, you know? Oh Brum, fucking hell. See, I liked Brum. I liked Brum. I fucking hate that car. I didn't like Brum. It really annoyed me. What? Got around too much. Yeah. Got around too much. Who didn't see? Does anyone put any petrol in that? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> do the storyline, fucking write the arc. That's very true. <laughs> Why did Brum never break down? That's mental. It was well made. <laughs> also, I didn't like that the eyes were um, headlamps. Didn't like what? it. <laughs> what? What? what yeah. yeah. I mean, do you drive? And he never got a par- He never got a parking ticket throughout the whole six series as well. That's thing, I'm not a car person at all. So Brum was for me like the original top. <laughs> And my school were like, Brum's great. And I'm like, oh, like, I get it. You're one of the lads. But we're five, so shut the do fuck you, up. Do you remember that show? It was um, it was of a woman and she used to get into, she had a, she had a dog and she used to get into a plane. And it was Obviously. Like a, what yeah. was it called? Play with me, play with me, play yeah, with oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it called like, come play, 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 yeah, play yeah, with yeah. me in the sky? Play with me in the sky. <laughs> what was it called? With the dog Pippin. That's it? it. Yes, yes. I don't and know you what go you... to a pencil factory and show you how a pencil was made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we... Oh man, I remember too much of my childhood. What about, what were your thoughts on like your, um, so then as that's young, and we, what about teenage Helen? Are we Tracy Beaker? Mm. What are your thoughts then? Where are we getting into then? Well, Tracy Beaker, I was like nine. I wasn't like 15 being like, Beaker, Beaker, <laughs> Beaker. <laughs> you just said that you're in a special class. I don't know, Helen. I don't want to offend. <laughs> Baker, Baker, but I'm not. Baker's the girl. Baker, Baker. Baker, Baker. Baker, Baker. Baker, Baker. Baker, Baker. Baker, obsessively into like when mtv first started reality shows oh yeah so i was first way the real that, world like the hill laguna beach oh yes the hit and yeah then, obviously like moving into like my super sweet 16 and oh. girls of the playboy mansion which was a show about hugh hefner and the three teenagers that he lived with <laughs> <laughs> like, they're living the dream we couldn't understand at the end of like the last season when they all left we were like but they've got everything they could ever want <laughs> <laughs> they live with a geriatric man <laughs> that shuffles around in a robe. And they don't have to have sex with him every night. That, mm-hmm. We couldn't understand what the complaint was. Because I remember being like 13 and chatting with some of my mates. And we were like, I don't understand why people have arguments with their partners. Because if they want a blowjob, you just give them one. We didn't know what a blowjob was. It was like such awful feminism that we picked up throughout the year. We were like, well, I would never deny someone a blowjob if they wanted it. Like, madness. <laughs> But that's all those, yeah, that, that's what those shows were quite heavy on, weren't they? It was very yeah. much like, <laughs> even though they were always centered around female characters, they, they, they never really like gave any kind of feminist messages or no. anything like that. They've got the girls with a mansion. I'm sure you guys didn't watch it because it was incredibly niche even no. then. No, tell us <laughs> about had, it. Was, followed the main three girlfriends, which was Kendra, Holly and Bridget at that time. And they each had their own like personality. That's why he liked them. So Kendra's personality was that she was sporty and she liked American football and like she liked running. So then it was like she was a sporty one. And then Holly was the main girlfriend and she loved like 
Disney and everything beautiful and fashion and photography. She was like the fashionista mm. one. And then Bridget clearly didn't have a personality. <laughs> so they made her entire thing that she liked wrapping gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Playboy is something that I always wanted to do. My dad used to get the magazine and I knew I wasn't supposed to look at him, but they weren't hidden or anything. So when my parents weren't around, I would thumb through it and think, oh my gosh, I want to look just like those girls when I grow up. And I was really little, like probably four. And I would just think, I want to be beautiful like that someday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was she any good at it? Really good. <laughs> really good. At least she's got that to fall back on. Oh, you know, well, no, she actually left because she got a job presenting some sort of show about the world's best beaches. Yeah, or like working on QVC or something. So <laughs> 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 did they stay? So did they stay? Uh, did they stay? Oh no, were they just girlfriends, or did they actually get married to him? Like, did any of them inherit the Playboy Mansion? Like uh, after he Holly, died, Kendra and Bridget didn't, and then he got engaged to a woman after that, after saying he'd never marry again, and then she jilted him mm. at the altar, and then he passed a couple of years after that. Oh my god, he got jilted at the altar. I didn't realize that. He's dead. Yeah, I think. She got- <clears throat> yeah, he died. Yeah. Oh god, I didn't know. Yeah. Jesus, Helen. It's not. It's not really a loss to the world. So. <laughs> like, you're not. You're not upset about it. No, it's just to adjust. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. <clears throat> it's like the only man that was buying smoking jackets. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, that 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 whole industry's gone. Down. <laughs> um. So I was just gonna say. So backtracking a little bit. So I understand. You okay. grew up in. Did you grow up in? Were you born or did you just grow up in Germany? Right. No, no, no. I moved to Germany as an adult. I was oh, Fleet. Fleet. Oh, right. Yeah, Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so talk to us about uh about whereabouts in germany were you oh as i lived in berlin oh okay and what was the culture what was the cultural what's the culture like, like there did you did you follow the same route as sort of lou reed and like david bowie and freddie mercury when they lived out there and just get fucked exactly up exactly the same exactly <laughs> the same. i moved out to berlin to like write my fucking album <laughs> like, <laughs> no i wish i literally i moved out there when i was 22 um because i had my heart broken and i thought if i moved country he'd follow or realize how much he missed me but um, he got a girlfriend Um, but I'd moved, so I couldn't move back after he definitely was a no, because then I would look a bit desperate, yeah. so I stayed for three years, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember actually talking to you about that. You have one of the, yeah. the honours of being the only comedian that my dad has seen, who is, like, who is my friend in London. It was Leicester oh Square. God. I remember this. You do remember, Square. it was yeah. Leicester Square heat. I don't think either of us went yeah. through. Uh, (laughs) ben pope and uh, i can't i can't remember who the other person was but um yeah my dad saw you and he was wearing his nra jacket because he lives in florida so he was over from from the states (laughs) and uh, you were outside having a cigarette and he and uh, talking to me and he came out and went oh you you were good I think he's, he, he said, yeah, you were good to Helen. And then said, I'll see you at the hotel, Lou. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know if you remember I that. It, I made it. <laughs> what, when you were in, uh, so when you were in Germany um, for those yeah. years, did you, were you like, because you, you can speak a bit of German, right? Or you can Fluent speak German, bit, not a bit. Fluent German. Sorry, sorry, yes, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but what were you watching to kind of, was there stuff, you know how like some people sort of say, oh, they watch EastEnders to learn English. I don't know why. But were you watching a German? <laughs> what were you watching in German to help you? Apparently. Who said I remember that? Claudio, Ra- Cla- 
Claudio Ranieri. Right. Like uh, welcome to Albert Square. Cut that. That's awful. I think a lot of footballers. I think a lot of footballers watch EastEnders and Corey in order to learn English. So that's why you get. So uh, Germany does have some soaps, um, but they're not quite as like religious. Apart from there's one which the whole country watches, mm. which is every Sunday night. It's a show called Tatort, and <laughs> it's basically a detective show, which is on every Sunday, but it films in like a different city each week oh. so I'd be like Berlin, Frankfurt, and Main, München, Köln and it'd be constantly moving around and it's like a different it's like a, a broad church or whatever every Sunday night yeah and I did get into that for a bit because it is it's fucking gross and it's so good and then I watched the same crap as I watched here like German reality tv like <laughs> I don't know guys do they have all the shows we have right mm. you know like obviously with like translations, like Germany's Next Top Model obviously was like a big thing for me. Yeah. And then this, I mean, this wasn't when I was living there because I was here, but you know that Germany had Big Brother going on when the pandemic hit. Really? Wow. Which is arguably the safest place to be in the world is inside the Big Brother house. Oh, I do kind of vaguely remember. And then they were all getting, they all got told about it like while they were but in they, there. They told them and they thought, classic task. <laughs> so they had to send it in. <laughs> <laughs> a producer and a doctor behind a glass wall to be like please chat with your families they live on <laughs> <laughs> everyone is dead yeah. it's amazing if they kept playing the game for a couple of weeks so when people were voted out they were being voted out to their possible death <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you must leave the safety of the big brother house <laughs> we'll, we'll risk he's got asthma but it's worth it and like Dexter <laughs> Oh, oh he's been shit this week, that guy. He's just crying and panicking. He's off. <laughs> he didn't meet his maker, the wheezy fuck. <laughs> or oh, whatever that would be in German. I've been to um, Germany before, Helen. I went to Berlin as a child, and I didn't really experience it properly. I my dad and my brother. We did, we did a lot of museums, but one thing that I did love, I went to Hertha Berlin football match, and there was a lad next to me, similar age, and he just pulled out a yeah. cigarette and a, and his dad lit it for him. And it's just like, and the one, they're smoking at football, which you just can't, you can't, you can't, you've not been able to do that in the UK for yeah, 30 years. And then yeah. he's drinking, he's my age, he's like 11, 12, and it's totally fine. Dad just looked at me and said, gave me like a bit of his fucking bovril or something. <laughs> but it was, I, I remember it being, do you remember like any things like that that are so tangibly different to the UK? Yeah, I mean, I, smoking's a big one that I think most people notice. Like, when friends who had never been to Germany before would come stay with me in Germany. Um, or go out, like, particular underground platforms, which sounds like an insane deal, but they're just usually one little staircase down straight from the street. Right. So it's not like London where you're going really far underground, mm, yeah. apart from a couple of stations. And, like, you can still smoke in bars. Um, it's technically illegal, but everyone does it, so everyone smokes everywhere. Right. So, and also drinking is—you can drink on the street, you can drink in parks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're younger. So, would you ever like you can go and order a pint at fifty? Would... Oh, what... yeah, go on. Luke, would sorry. you ever move back? The things you miss about it? Do because you, you do you have plans yeah. to go on tour in Germany and all that kind of gubbins? Oh yeah, I definitely like. I was literally saying this earlier to Sunil. Like, I haven't been back obviously since the pandemic started. Sure. So I haven't been back. I had flights for two days after the lockdown started, mm. which I pulled obviously and didn't go. Um, and Germany, unfortunately, are a little bit behind us as far as vaccinations go mm. and stuff. So 
so they're just getting into the 30s now people in the 30s right. um whereas i've been double vaxxed and i've just turned 30 um so i'm gonna give it a little bit longer but all the shows are back there now as well which is great mm-hmm. oh that's good um, yeah i do want to live there again i just sort of need to wait for this pandemic to ease as much as possible and also like you know what it's like with comedy you've got to make sure you've picked a moment where like it's not too close to edinburgh <laughs> like mm. Lou, do you want to ask your your usual guilty pleasures question? What are your guilty pleasures, Owen? <laughs> <laughs> We've already sort of established that because it, it seems like it's the thing. Everyone thinks my TV. Everyone, my TV is other people's exactly. guilty pleasure. Yes, exactly. So my guilty pleasure. I'm going to tell you it, and I know I'm going to get judged for Go it. On. But I want the listeners to know that I'm fat, so it's fine. Okay. I love fat people TV shows. <laughs> I am. So honestly, thousand pound sisters, Amy and Tammy together, they're a thousand pounds. My six hundred pound life, extreme makeover, weight loss edition, super size versus super skinny. I fucking love fat people eating. I love it. I love, so, I love the whole setup, like them washing in the garden with a rag and a stick, losing the rag. I love it. Like to the point where I've watched so much of it that me and Sunil genuinely believe at some point I'm gonna get stuck in the bath and he's gonna get like five times. <laughs> <laughs> crane, crane out. <laughs> Get a crane out. It's going to be crane out. It's going to be a hell of an Edinburgh poster, Helen. Oh, I don't man. know why. It's so toxic. Because it's like, I'm not making fun of fat people. Oh, like, I hope it doesn't come across that way. Mm. No, no, and no. It's very, they're really there's, interesting. There's yeah, there's just something about it for some reason. Like, you know, people were pimple popping. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. Yes. Like, I do have a pimple popping as well. But it's like, I've got two... Um, relatives there's like a great aunt and a cousin mm. my mum's cousin i don't know what they are to me exactly and um they are like those two sort of like really really fat so basically they like sit all day and i remember when we were younger they loved to go buffet <laughs> they <laughs> love to go buffet <laughs> oh, to go down buffet. am i related to them as well <laughs> and you're like you bloody love buffet don't you you love buffet <laughs> You love buffet. You <laughs> they love, they it. love buffet, Josh. They bloody love buffet. And my mum would, would call up beforehand to make sure that the chairs didn't have sides on them and stuff, which is very thoughtful, very nice. Yeah. yeah. But I remember walking into one, and because you know you're not aware of things like as a child, and then you become aware of society as you got older. Mm-hmm. Like when I was younger, I didn't realize my, dad, my dad's got a very severe stammer, but I never noticed it until I was twelve when people started pointing it out because mm. I never processed it and my sister's severely autistic but it took me a while to like understand that she was at special school and that like she was like a special needs kid do you know what I mean yeah. mm-hmm. so, like same with them like I was like they're, they're fat but like they're not like it's not a different world and then I remember walking into this buffet with my siblings and a couple of cousins and just watching all these like teenage kids who are working there like we've got a 719 we've got a 719 <laughs> like, you know that's the Titanic where the um the walls coming down and they're all trying to escape from the yeah, engine. Yeah. It was like that for the workers in the back being like, fry everything, that's not <laughs> enough. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. That reminds me of one of the best episodes of The Simpsons is when um they kick Homer out of an all-you-can-eat buffet and they're like, I've never seen a man do such a skirt. It's so incredible. It's like you said it was all you can eat. <laughs> guilty pleasure and i think diet culture is so toxic yeah. i also think it is now but there's something about the way that britain used to do diet culture it's just mm. like it's so problematic 
but when you're able to be comfortable in your body as I am at the moment, hopefully it stays that way, that like you can like watch it and be like, that's fucking mental that we got a fake doctor to make two people who are uncomfortable in their body stand in nude coloured underwear next to a see-through feeding tube where we poured gravy into it. Oh my God. That's oh my God. Mad. Yeah. It's awful, but good TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really good TV. It was, it was kind of that thing, I guess, of like, yeah, what, it would have been like 10, 15 years ago with that. I feel like that hit its peak, especially exclusively yeah. on Channel 4. Because I remember yes. like, cause, and I remember get, watching that stuff. And I think even then I did, I, you know, you, I think back then when you're kind of a teenager growing up, you are kind of like laughing at it. And at the same time, but now it's like, I watched, I watched Half Ton Sun back like a few years ago. Yes, that's incredibly sad when and, he shits himself. Yes. Awful. And I was like, so I was like all on the verge of tears the entire time as well, because yeah. like I looked in the mirror and I was like, with his hair and everything, I looked exactly like him. And I was just like, fuck man, that is so deep. But, well, I think yeah, people it, resonate it, with it because you, when you learn about the character, you don't just see a, a fat person. But some of those other Channel 4 documentaries around the time, like, um, was it Virgin School? The kid, did you ever see no, that? No, I've not the, heard that, no. Oh, my God. It's like the guy who basically his mum sends him to a, a school to have to learn how to have sex no, um, in, no, in, in Amsterdam. No. And he's from, like, Orpington. And, his na- and they like teaching him pickup lines. And he's just like, I'm 40 years old and I'm James and I'm a nice guy. Let's get, and then he ends up having sex with one of his teachers. Uh, I oh. did see that. I did see yes. that. I have seen that. Yes. Phenomenal. Oh my god! I thought I was like the trashiest person ever, but you guys. Are fucking- <laughs> <laughs> but we're just before we finish, Helen. Um, we want to hear what 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 would you like to sort of tell people to go out and watch or or play? I know you're a massive uh, Pokemon Go fan, as well. We've we've we barely touched on that. No, no, it's all right. I think we're good Pokemon Go players at the moment. I was campaigning more a couple of uh, months ago, but basically I'm in a rave group in Japan now, so as long as I'm up at 3 a.m. for Hiroshima. I'm <laughs> as far as I genuinely want people to watch Dance Nuns, I okay. feel like if people watch it, we will have better parents in the future. Okay. And I, I mean that. I, I will yeah. definitely give it a go. I'll give I, it a go. Yeah, I, I, you've sold it to me, definitely, definitely. I respect that. All I will say <laughs> is you have to have a comfortability for watching a show where young girls are being yelled at into tears and they are wearing leotards. <laughs> I won't watch it alone. I won't watch it alone. I'll watch it. But I found it uncomfortable. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see how many okay. episodes I can last. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, so, what else? Is there anything else that you'd like to you like to plug as well? Watch dance man. Lovely stuff. Lovely Hi. stuff. And and most importantly, where can people see you? What have you got coming up? Where can people hear you? See you? I mean, at gigs. <laughs> Go to a fucking website, people. They're all on there, That's right, Helen? Yeah. Go to my bloody actually. Just follow me on Instagram and Twitter. You will like get a genuine up-to-date gig list. Unless I've updated my website recently, in which case you're bloody laughing. Yeah. Helen, thank you so much for coming on, and and you've 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 thank you've you. filled the vacuum with some wonderful tidbits, and uh, can't wait. We'll speak. We'll do this again tidbits. sometime in the future. Once we've all once we've all watched Dance Mums. Thank you. <laughs> God bless. Oh, wonderful Helen Bauer there. Dance. My bowels are hurting, Joshua, from chuckling too much. That was that was hilarious. Uh, I think you're going to have to come around mine and we're all going to have to have a, a dance a dance mum's uh, marathon. 
Yeah, two two men in the late in the late twenties watching uh, watching that. Oh, yeah, I that think that'd look idea. good. Well, that'd look good on our CVs. Maybe if you invite Caroline, I'll bring I'll bring Alice. So uh, we're not. It doesn't look too weird. Um, or, yeah. or we just won't tell anybody. It'll be our little secret. Our little mate. secret, exactly. Um, anyway, Lou, who have we got next week? Next week we have the amazing Lily Phillips. Lily Phillips. I can't wait to talk to her. Oh, it's going to be so good, so so funny, Lily Phillips. Um, right. So thanks so much for listening. Um, if you like what you've heard, give us a shout out. Give us a recommendation, review, um, five stars on wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to send us any recommendations or reviews yourself, hello at The Cultural Vacuums. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Love you lots. Say goodbye, Lou. Bye. Bye. Bye.